Well, brothers and sisters, thanks for tuning in to Brother Jack's Soapbox. I sure am glad you're listening today. Today, I'm bringing you another installment from our Brother Jack Can't Shut Up series. If you're unfamiliar, it's a series we do where I pick a topic and I go on and on and on and on about the said topic because I can't shut up. That's how it got its name. So uh, today, I can't shut up about Valentine's Day because, hey, that's a thing, right? I mean, it's a holiday. It's happening. Uh, and I, I'm not real into Valentine's Day, but you might be. So I thought, hey, we talk about it today. So I'm going to tell you everything I know about Valentine's Day. And you might need to know what I know about Valentine's Day. It might enrich your life. So, you know, if you do find that your life is enriched by this episode, you can support the show. Wherever you're listening, if you look at the show description of this particular show, there will be a link that says support the show. You can click that link and support the show, and it'll go a long way towards making it possible for us to keep uh, providing this uh, really high-end quality entertainment here. So uh, there you go, brothers and sisters. Here we are about some Valentine's Day. Uh, Thanks for joining me up here in the soapbox. Let's go. Stand up and scream, stand up and yell, stand up and tell them all to go to Brother Jack's Soapbox. Brothers and sisters, I can't shut up. Well, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you everything I know about Valentine's Day. Don't worry, it won't take long. Uh, You see, February 14th is the feast day of St. Valentine. Oh, St. Valentine. We don't know a lot about this guy, but he is responsible for the name Valentine's Day. His name is Valentine. It's named after him. And he is the patron saint of affianced lovers. That means people that are hooked up to get married. He's their patron saint. And that's how we got to all this lovey-dovey mumbo-jumbo. That's where we get to all the hearts and chocolates and candies and celebrating love. It's because of that. But I'll tell you, brothers and sisters, he is also the patron saint of beekeepers. Don't beekeepers count for anything? So I think all this lovey-dovey stuff came about. I think it's a corporate scam, brothers and sisters. I think that it's a big corporate scam. The, the powers that be just want us to buy stuff. They, wanna, they want us to just spend all our money buying stuff for some silly uh, occasion here in February. And uh, nothing makes you buy more than a guilt trip. And nothing makes you feel more guilty than a day that you're supposed to celebrate love. So I think it's a big scam. I, th- I mean, they could have picked to focus on the beekeepers, but they didn't. They focused on the lovey-dovey business because they want us to buy stuff. So, brothers and sisters, I propose that we make a change to Valentine's Day. Let's scrap all the lovey-dovey mumbo-jumbo. Let's get rid of the cupids and the chocolates and the flowers and all the guilt trips. And we're going to celebrate the beekeeper. February 14th, from now on, we're going to spend the whole day doing nothing but eating honey. That's it. Only honey all day. Celebrate the beekeeper. Brothers and sisters, something else that bothers me about Valentine's Day is all the heart decorations. Pink and red hearts here, you know, this shape. Brothers and sisters, I don't know if you've ever seen a human heart, but that's not what it looks like. So brothers and sisters, when I was a kid, you know, we had the little candies that are shaped like hearts that says hugs on there or something. I like those candies. Those candies make me feel good about myself. Those are good candies, real reaffirming. So brothers and sisters, something else about Valentine's Day You know, when I was a kid in school, we would celebrate Valentine's Day. We'd have a party every year, and you'd take an old cereal box. 
an empty cereal box and you decorate it with construction paper, pink paper, red paper, whatever, and you put hearts and all the decorations on there and you'd, you'd cut a slot in it so that everybody could go around putting little special valentines in everybody else's cereal box. And I hated that party, brothers and sisters. I mean, yeah, we would get some nice heart-shaped cookies or a cupcake with pink frosting or something like that. But I hated that party, brothers and sisters, because of the anxiety. It's really stressful, worried about who's going to give you a valentine. Is that girl going to give you a valentine? Did you get a valentine? What if you give the wrong valentine to the right person and things go all haywire? Oh, brothers and sisters, it was a lot of pressure for a little kid. That lovey-dovey business is much too much pressure for a little kid. You should not have to deal with a cereal box Valentine's Day. It's wrong. So, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you about two very particular Valentine Days. The first one was back in 1929, and it was the Valentine's Day Massacre, and it happened in Chicago. You have two rival groups. You got the Irish and the Italian. You got uh, Bugs Moran and you got Al Capone. You probably heard of that guy. And this is the era of prohibition and they're fighting and carrying on trying to take control of Chicago and they're fighting for business. And uh, these fellas, they were used to some violence. So brothers and sisters, you got seven Irish fellas and they're in a warehouse just conducting business as, as usual, you know, uh, making a little exchange of goods, you know, and uh, in walk four police officers. So the Irish guys just assumed it was a standard police raid. It was not uncommon at the time to have a police raid, you know, and uh, so they, uh, they gave themselves up. They just, you know, lined up against the wall and gave themselves up. They thought it was a standard police raid. But you see, those weren't actually police officers. Those, those four fellows we think might have been hired by the Italians, but we're not real sure, and they mowed the Irish guys down. Just mowed them right down, brothers and sisters. Never saw it coming. They just gave themselves up. Never saw it coming. The second Valentine's Day I want to tell you about, brothers and sisters, is a little bit more recent. It's back when Uncle Leroy had a girlfriend. Uh, see, most of Uncle Leroy's adult life, he spent drunk, and on account of that, he spent most of his adult life alone. But there was a brief period of time where Uncle Leroy had a girlfriend. See, Miss Sally came into the picture, brothers and sisters, down at the old bowling alley. She really enjoyed bowling, and she belonged to a ladies' league, and she would spend every Tuesday night bowling. Rain or shine, she was at the bowling alley every Tuesday night. And uh, Uncle Leroy took to uh, hanging out at the bowling alley for a while there, too, but he wasn't there for bowling. Uncle Leroy probably never threw a bowling ball in his life. He was not there for the bowling. He was there for their beer special. It was a PB Army ASAP Tuesday night kind of thing, and he was there drinking beers. So brothers and sisters, Miss Sally's at the bowling alley every Tuesday night for her league, and Uncle Leroy's there for PB Army ASAP, and you know, they started spending time together because they're both at the bowling alley on Tuesday nights, and if you start spending time with somebody at a bowling alley every Tuesday night, things are naturally going to progress. It's just a, a natural state of affairs, and so things progressed, and things are starting to move. So next thing you know, brothers and sisters, Uncle Leroy finds himself at a meeting, but it's not just any meeting. It's a special kind of meeting where, you know, you drink coffee out of a styrofoam cup and you sit in a circle and you go around telling everybody how about all the rotten things you've done. Well, brothers and sisters, pretty soon Uncle Leroy finds himself sober. And he's not spending Tuesday nights at the bowling alley anymore. Miss Sally still spends Tuesday nights at the bowling alley, but every other night she spends with Uncle Leroy. And pretty soon they find themselves sharing toothpaste, swapping coffee cups, eating the same breakfast cereal out of the same box. And, uh, you know, things are really progressed. And Uncle Leroy says, you know, that girl is just like those old mobsters. Snuck up on me and I never saw it coming. 
Well, brothers and sisters, she snuck up on him and he never saw it coming and it made him a completely different man. For a short period of time, I tell you, he was a completely different guy. But nothing ever lasts. You know, things change. So there's this one particular Valentine's Day where everything went wrong, brothers and sisters. He wanted to do something extra special for Miss Sally, so he went out and got the biggest box of chocolates that he could find. Unfortunately, they were not regular chocolates. These were liqueur-filled chocolates. That means they were chocolates filled with booze, brothers and sisters. So he gets that box of chocolates home. One thing leads to another. Uncle Leroy ate the whole entire box of chocolates. So next thing you know, he finds himself pouring some snops into his coffee cup at the meeting. He's not allowed back at the meetings anymore. And then pretty soon he's back at the bowling alley on Tuesday nights for their PBR SAP special. And Miss Sally decided that she'd go to the mixed league on Thursday nights. So they don't really see each other much anymore. But everyone decided it's for the best. Well, there you go, brothers and sisters. That's everything I know about Valentine's Day. I gotta go find some chocolates right now. But God willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll see you again soon. Until next time, you all be fantastic. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any new content. If you want to support the show, the best thing is to share us with a friend. Till next time, be fantastic.